Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Casbo Rants. Holy shit, fuck, are you shitting me? No fucking way, you've lost your fucking mind. Sweet mother of Christ, what's wrong with you? No, fuck shit, son of a damn it. Get over it. Unfucking believable. Casba rants. Let's go. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers. Welcome back to another edition of Casba's Rant. I'm Casba. I'm Cole. I'm part that rants. I'm here to share some information with you on our continuing series of how to not be a fuckwad in the lifestyle. No, how to get better in the lifestyle. That's what it's all about. We've got a good one for you tonight. But before we get going too far, this is Magic Episode 80. Season 3, Magic, episode 80, and uh, hard to believe we've been doing this for this three years already. So many shows. Uh, and we want to give a huge shout-out to our sponsors. Obviously, Smart Swingers, what do they do? They read ASMLifestyleMagazine.com. Check it out today. Uh, also, don't forget to f- check out our show on Full Swap Radio. Full Swap Radio Network, we're changing the way you're listening to the lifestyle. There's apps for that, both Apple and Android. And our sponsors of Nightcaps. Uh, check in the show notes to get all your information how you can get your nightcaps to make every one of your events safer for yourself and all of your female friends. And Smuttyfy. That's right. You want all the fun of Facebook without all the bullshit rules? Smuttyfy. Check it out today. In our comments will be the links. In the show notes will be the links for you to sign up accordingly. Okay. I want to get right into the meat and potatoes of this little fucking shindig. So, again... Our rants are based off of shit that we see happening. And oh my god, so many, so many times, so many times, my rants are off of things that new people do. Yeah, there's some seasoned swingers do it too, but it's more new than seasoned. And that I'm actually going to classify that this rant falls more in line with seasoned swingers doing this. And. A lot, a lot of this ties in with poly shit. A lot of it ties in with poly. Not not the poly shit, but it just, it, it falls into it. So let, let's just, let's just get into it. See, I, this, this will make sense as we go along. So we all know the basic concept. We all talk about, we know, we preach it. Rules, rules, rules. You need to have rules if you're going to swing, if you're going to be in the lifestyle whether it be BDSM, whether it be swinging, whether it be, well, it doesn't matter what branch or multiple branches you might be on or you and your stem together might be on, but you have rules. Rules are designed to help keep everybody on the same page, to keep everybody safe, to protect. It, they're, they're a protection. They're a protection of your relationship. That's really what they are. Rules are protection of your comfort zones, protection of your space. It's it's not, you know, it, it, some of it is just overall general safety, but it, it's really that it's to protect your special space, your spots. That's what rules are supposed to be about. But you see all the time this whole thing now where rules are being used as weapons 
we're re- we're weaponizing our rules. And this is such a major problem. What do I mean by this? Couples, whether it be for each other or for other couples, are almost creating rules. And by design, they're going to be broken so that it can create an issue. You actually see this more than you might think. Okay, let, let me give you a, kind of an example. Um, the no kissing rule can be a big one. That's an easy one that can be weaponized. I mean, granted, for some people that's very intimate. I get it. But it's something that can be, if it's not communicated, if nobody, if your rules as a couple is no kissing and, and neither one of you communicate it, that's a rule then that's designed to be broken. Because if you hook up with, with Miss Amanda and I, we kiss when we fuck. So unless you tell us kissing is off limits, unless you know that we we know that ahead of time, we're we're gonna we're gonna kiss. So a lot of rules can be you know rules can be weaponized by not sharing them. Rules can be you know to me quite honestly the rules of of having to take in and you have to get permission from the spouse before or the significant other before you can talk to the individual. Well, you have no way to know that unless you wear a sign around. So to me that's a bullshit rule. Okay, that, that's a rule that's made to get broken. There are rules, and, and you really see this as people, you see this more as people are transitioning between levels in the lifestyle. What do I mean by this? I mean where you're going from playing as a couple to playing alone, where you're going at from uh, starting to have boyfriend-girlfriends, where you're going to... Overnights where you're going to, you know, same from same from soft swap to full swap, from same room to different rooms. When 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 there's a transition in the lifestyle, rules quickly become a way to become a weapon to get to show that without being the bad guy in your couple dynamics of saying, I don't like this, I'm not okay with it. So instead I'm gonna create a bullshit rule that makes it almost impossible to have to level up without breaking the rule. So then I can throw the rule back in your face. And we see this constantly. And I've got to tell you, it's one of the most annoying things in the world. Because literally what people are doing is they're doing rules to create drama. And it's okay. So it's not so much that you see the rules. It's not that the rules are being used to target outside individuals or outside couples what where rules are becoming weaponized is within a relationship within a dynamic within within a significant other's husband and wife whatever the case may be they're setting rules on each other that in turn is designed or appears to be designed to be broken or it's easier to break them to adhere than to adhere to them and then in turn it gives the one couple the one part of the couple the the ammunition they need to, to yell at the other part of the couple. There, there's, there's several other people we've seen in the poly situations with this. Oh my God. The nitpicky bullshit rules that they have for each other. Now, if they go, well, their justification is we all have agreed upon it. Yeah, bullshit. Because we have sat here and watched at multiple things, multiple times all over the place, you see... It's always the same couples getting into a fight. It's the damnedest thing. It is always the exact same couples 
having an issue, getting into it with each other. Because why? Because one of their rules were broken. One half broke the rules. And that is becomes a fucking problem. And the thing is, is that you sit there and go, everybody else sees it, and it's A, one number one, it's annoying as fuck. But B, it's like, what in the hell is going on? How can experienced swingers continuously fight and get in fights at every single event? How does that, how does that even make sense? It, it, for those of us that don't fight in public, it doesn't. But it's because the rules are being weaponized. Let me ask you this. As you, when you created your rules or when you create your rules with your significant other, what is the goal of the rule? That's what I want you to focus on. You should Okay, there's a couple of reasons not to have specific rules. You should never have a rule because somebody else told you you should have that as a rule. No one else should dictate what your rules are or, or why they will work or they won't work or whatever. Your rules are, are, are like your vows in a marriage. They're a sacred thing. They're, they're something that you guys come up, come up with together. You yes, there's a degree of there's a degree of discussion about each rule. There's a degree of compromise with each rule. But at the end of it, when a rule is put in place, it's one that you can both happily let me say that again, happily live with, and you're both po- positively okay with. So one, never choose a rule based because somebody else tells you you have to, or that that's a rule you should have. Number two. Is the rule designed, is the rule that's being suggested or talked about, debated, is it designed to repress you, to repress your partner, to limit or put limitations on your partner just to put limitations on them? This takes you now. This is where all my other rants come in. You have to actually do an honest evaluation with this. You have to actually honestly think about why you're proposing that rule. Because the, the quick judgment is, oh, absolutely, it's, it's, it's something for, it's what's best for my partner. No, 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 no. Is it really? Is it really? Would you want the same rule applied to you? Now, I'm going to stop a second because there's a key point. Part of the problem is, in the lifestyle, so many times, especially amongst experienced swingers, you level up as a couple, but you're leveling up because one part of the one half of the the couple is moving, and so the other half is moving as well. I'll give you a perfect example. It would be Miss Amanda gets a boyfriend. I don't have a girlfriend, but Miss Amanda gets a boyfriend because we don't go out and hunt for significant others. That's just how it happens. So as a couple, we're leveling up. So we make rules that affect because it's it's a new level for both of us. But are the rules that I'm proposing or the rules that she is proposing, are those rules designed to some that I would, if, if I was in the, if the roles were reversed, if it was, I was got a girlfriend and she hadn't got a boyfriend, is it a rule that I'd want imposed on myself? That's the fuck. And that's the honest question you have to ask yourself. So when you propose that rule, no holding hands, no kissing, no whatever. I don't fucking know. Insert whatever. No no feeding each other. No sharing a straw. We'll, we'll say that. Is that a rule? Did you propose that rule because you're pissed off and jealous? 
and not totally comfortable, or is it a rule that you know you think is an important rule that when it's your turn to have the significant other that you're okay with and it would make sense? I, I promise you, a lot of people would reevaluate their rules if they would think of them this way. Number three, is the rule that you're imposing one that is going to change based upon all the players involved? Again, we go back to having to have a willingness to be honest and open with ourselves to begin with. We see this continuously. Well, because it's this couple. Well, because it's that couple. Well, because it's this person. Well, because it's that person. No, 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 no. Rules don't work that way. No fly list, no fuck list, no no whatever list. They work on an individual couple or person basis. Rules are a consistent generalized blanket. There's some that goes across no matter what. They're not subjective to the person is no either you have a kissing rule or you don't have a kissing rule it's not you there's no kissing rule unless it's billy and and jenny because well they're yuck mouths and so then we have no kissing rule with them or or no you know you i don't like how he looks so you can't have a kissing rule with him but the rest of the time we can no consistency this is gonna be this is gonna be one if you actually sit and listen to my rants and you actually give a fuck about your relationship and actually want to get it better. Not fucking fluffy bullshit. Oh, we're trying hard. No, 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 no. Really legitimate wanna get better. You're gonna have to relook at some of your shit. And then make some honest evaluations and then make some honest fucking rules. Your rules cannot be based upon the person. Or the couple. I can't make a rule based on, and, say, and make it a, it's a Casma rule. It's a rule for the ca- crazy Casmas, Miss Amanda and I, because well, this happens to be the couple that we're t- that that this is the next couple up or whatever the case may be, or they might be interested. I don't like the dude, so I'm going to put all kinds of other rules to make it so it's so fucking miserable for Amanda that she doesn't want to do it. That's weaponizing your rules. Or vice versa. That's that is when you start weaponizing your rules, what you're doing is you're not owning up and having the conversations that you need to have. There is the problem. See, this is the fundamental thing here. If you notice with all my rants, it goes back to this kind of shit. There is a true problem. There's the perceived problem, weaponizing of the rules, and the true problem, lack of communication. See how this works? I'm going to tell you something. Here's the here's the deal. You know, we have to be willing to say we are not comfortable with something, especially with our spouses or significant others. And our spouses and significant others have to be willing to listen to us and hear it out. And we have to work together, continue to work it out till we find the right mix in the happy place. I've been I, look, I have been guilty of this. I'm willing to admit it. I'm willing to own up. At, at different times, something hits me wrong, or it's all of a sudden it's like, well, fucking A, you know, that needs to be a rule. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is there need to be a rule or were you just butt hurt? And it's caused at times in our in our in our adventure of swinging, 
that then, you know, it, it, look, I can make you feel guilty. I can make you feel good or I can make you feel guilty. I'm a hell of a salesman. And I can twist our rules to use that against you if I want to. I could do that to Miss Amanda and she could do it to me. But we don't. We try not to. Are, are we human and sometimes fuck up? Sure, absolutely. But, but what we see and what I see on a continuous basis, and I see it all over the country, is the, the really, these rules are to, the total goal and the, the reason we have rules is totally thrown out of the, out the window. Uh, let me tell you what happens. When you have rules that uh, you feel are unfair, if you're a couple and you feel like the rules are unfair to you or you're not happy with the rules, here's what happens. This is when sneaky shit starts to happen. This is when rules start to get broken. This is when uh, exceptions start to get made. This is when rules get made and broken and changed on the fly. Bad things happen. Because it, what it truly is is a breakdown of communication. See how this goes back to that communication shit again? Weird, isn't it? I know. But it goes back to that it becomes bad communication. And I'm going to tell you something else. And if you don't think it's true, you watch. I don't care where you're at in the country now, right now, how big a groups you hang out with, the people you, people you know and you hang out with. You know the motherfuckers in your groups that continuously have issues with breaking the rules with each other. And you know the ones that then in turn, usually the people that have continuous effort issues with that, also don't know how to keep that shit behind closed doors. And it always fucking is seen in public. And guess what starts to happen? I can tell you what happens with Miss Amanda and I. If you're a drama-filled fuckstick, and, and, and a drama, just a continuous fucking drama everywhere you go, and every time there's some sort of issues, we will not hook up with you. You will not fuck my wife. I will not fuck your wife because we don't need that in our lives. And especially if we think that that the the, the crutch of it is we are not going to be put in the middle of a situation because you are using your, you as a couple or individuals or whatever are using your rules as weapons. This is like a kink that we were didn't want to participate in. Seriously. When you use, when you use your rules as a way to bust your spouse or, or, or significant other or, or whatever the case may be. You weaponize your rules. What you're doing is you're taking innocent people, the other individual, the other couple, the other whatever, and you're putting them into this fucking twisted, fucked up game that you're playing because you can't communicate. And that's not okay. It's wrong to do that. And if you think people don't see it and don't, if that's not a red flag, you're nuts, because it is. Look, here's the reality of it is, you have to you have to come to the, the conclusion of either you're both in or you're not. And I, I say this with Polly, because Polly is, 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 a, is a unique beast, because swingers use the word Polly without really knowing what it means, and really understanding it, significant other, because in everybody's world, it's like, oh my God, if I have two women in my life, that must be great, or if I have two men, that must be great, or whatever. Okay, so they don't totally understand the ramifications of poly and, and what it is. It's it's not, you know, this is not just, it's not a sex thing. That's, that's you know, whatever. But you see, look, if you're not okay with it, don't try to create rules to throw 
rules for your spouse to break to throw in their face. Man up, woman up, own up, have the discussion and be honest and say, I'm not okay with this. And have that honest discussion. And keep in mind, if you're the one having the discussion or the one having someone tell you this, what your number one priority is supposed to be, which is your significant other. And have the honest discussion. Don't use rules as weapons. Don't include individuals. Don't include a party of people. Don't include the individuals, whatever. Look, if, you, if, if you're not okay with a certain person, you're not okay with a certain event, you're not okay with a certain activity, you're not okay with whatever, then in the lifestyle, our hobby is fucking other people. This is what we do for fun. If you can stick your dick in someone, you can have an honest conversation. If you can have somebody's dick stuck in you, you can have an honest conversation. And that's what it needs to get to. This, When you weaponize your rules, what you're trying to do is this sneaky roundabout way not to be the bad guy. Let me give you a perfect example of how this is working right now. This is, this is an analogy that will make sense to many of you. My mother, we just she recently moved. She moved out of the house that we've lived in for 50 years. She had all the stuff, but she didn't want to throw anything away. Now it's time to have a garage sale. But it's all the stuff that she felt like she had to keep forever. So instead now she wants to give me all this stuff. With the with the, the writer of, if you don't want it, just do whatever you want with it. No, what you're doing, what is actually happening is, it is she doesn't want to take ownership for the decision of selling it or getting rid of it. So instead, she's going to guilt try to guilt me to take it, so that I'm the bad guy if I have to if I choose to get rid of it. It's me. Well, I didn't do it. You I you threw it away. This is the same thing. When you weaponize rules, this is the exact same thing that you're doing. You're trying to go, oh, well, I, you know, I was supportive. You're the one that can't follow the simple fucking rules. Now, part of the scary part of this is, is that couples are weaponizing rules and half the couple is proposing a weaponized rule and the other half is agreeing to it. Why? Why is that? Why? Look, you're not ready to level up. Whatever leveling up is for you, wherever you're at in your journey in the lifestyle, that's a choose your own venture. If you're on page one and you know, you're going from soft swap to full swap, or you're going from, we're going to actually go to uh, a, a big event or not go to a big event. Well, I don't care what it is all the way up to, we're going to boyfriend, girlfriends, we're going to have whatever. Or, or any points in between, if you cannot have a discussion and create together the rules that fit your dynamics and that works for you, that are non-weaponized, that are that are positive for both parties and positive for everybody involved, you're not ready to level up. Guess what? It's okay to not be ready to level up yet. That's one of the things that people really forget with this. They feel like, oh, my God. When when you're first new in the lifestyle, you'll fuck anybody. You'll fuck anybody because, oh, my God, this person came up and they said they want to have sex with us. And if we don't fuck them, we'll never get another chance again. What? Oh, my God, we have to. And afterwards, like, oh, my God, that was horrible. But shwoo. And then you learn as you go through, you know what, that's not the case. You can say no. There will be other opportunities and, and whatnot. There's nothing wrong with looking at each other and going, we're not ready for this step. There's nothing wrong with that. We did it. Miss Amanda and I talked about it years and years and years ago about playing alone. Early on. Probably had been in the lifestyle 
two years. And we, we had a real serious conversation about playing alone. And the reality of it was we weren't ready yet. We were just slowly getting to that part of that not in the same room. We just, like, no, we just really weren't, we weren't comfortable with it. And so we said, we're not ready for it right now. Fast forward three or four years later, and and we were. And now you look where we're at now and, and the free-range relationship that we have. We got another shot. It came back around. But I can tell you if we would have forced the issue, if one of us would have forced the issue or both of us would have tried to force the issue, if we would have weaponized rules, if we would have done all those things, not only would we probably have not leveled up, but we probably wouldn't have even continued in the lifestyle and it probably would have put our relationship, our important home, real life marriage in jeopardy. There's the challenge. How important is it to level up, to get to that next or to do whatever that is? Is it important enough? Is it so important that you're willing to throw away what you have? If it is, then there's another whole nother discussion you need to be having because you're not in a happy relationship. And again, you have no fucking right to drag other people into your bullshit. But honest communication, honest understanding, honestly wanting what's best for the other person and what's best for your relationship. And and actually, I said that in the wrong order. It's you should always, your number one priority is what's best for your main relationship. And then what's best for the next level. And what's best for each other. But once you weaponize your, your rules, nothing positive will come out of it. So the challenge I issue to each of you today is whether or not you go, we don't if you might listen to this rant and go, well, that's not us, that's not us at all. And you know what? That's fine. If it's not, that's fine. But I still encourage each and every one of you to sit down, re-go through and look at all your rules and see if you can make them better. You've heard me say it before. I'll say it again. This rant's over.